This is a Hoff Studios podcast. So my name is Danielle Bigby, and this is my first episode, my first solo episode of my new podcast, Rebellious Reinvention. And I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling grateful that I have arrived to this point of sharing the perspectives that I have, the healings that I've experienced, my own personal revolutions, as well as my guests. What you can expect on this podcast is everything from experts, healers, and celebrities, just different people who I respect and I feel like would bring value to your life. The podcast is called Rebellious Reinvention because I personally experienced so many evolutions in my life that have caused me to really take a stand for myself and turn the page, change the chapter. And along with that comes a lot of judgment from internal and external, a lot of grief from letting go of people, places, things, and identities that you perceived yourself as so that you can move on to either a new career or a new relationship or break up with a relationship or a friend, whatever it may be. And in that process of evolution, there is a lot of shame, doubt, self-worth issues. And I know that because I've done it so many times. I've had as many careers as I've had shoes, I like to say. I've probably had like five pretty serious careers. And in those evolutions, especially in the first few, I personally felt like a failure. I felt like, you know, that saying multi-hyphenate entrepreneur or multi-passionate or multi-whatever, however you want to say it, I think sometimes comes with the burden of internal judgment, shame, and even external judgment and fears around what you're doing with your life. Your parents are worried, your friends, your family, people are get worried. And due to that, you have it creates a self-doubt. And I know that in the first few times where I let go of an entrepreneurship idea or a business or I changed careers, I was so afraid that I was just a failure. And that is the label that I wore for a long time. And since I've reclaimed that, and I really understand that through my personal healing and my personal evolution, there's great change required out of that. Because I have changed, so do my external environments, right? That's what manifesting is. It's a process of changing who you are, changing your emotions, or evolving those aspects of yourself. And in response, the world around you changes. And so I'm here to break the stigma of pivoting. I'm here to break the stigma of transformation. I'm here to remove the shame, give you permission to pivot whatever it is in your life that you feel deserving of, you feel worthy of. I always say that if you desire it, it is for you. You have not been given an idea, a desire, a, you know, a thought that of something that you want in the future that is not yours. It is yours to pursue. And because I've done it so many times and I finally reached a place where I really embrace that, that is my hope for you. And so to me, rebellious reinvention means using your inner North Star as your compass for integrity, having integrity towards self almost rebelliously, despite what the world, what you're 
internal belief systems even might say, what your partners and your friends might say so that you can go on and reinvent and transform your life or any aspect of yourself that you desire, whether that be your career, your habits, your body, your mind, and your relationships. So the people that I interview on this podcast and episodes that I have, some might be really silly, some might be really serious, but they're all going to give you a taste of what it means to be really integral towards self and rebelliously charge forward in your life with purpose and passion. And to give you a little bit of background about myself, I started out my first career. I was a hairstylist and makeup artist. I moved to Miami at the age of 22 to pursue that career. I was working at Vidal Sassoon. Um, I was a colorist. And I did that because I didn't have the grades, the money, the wherewithal to finish college. I was drinking five nights a week, partying my face off, doing drugs. I was really bent out of shape by the time I was 22. It was, you know, I'm also millennial. I think a lot of college age kids experience this, but I think that this generation in particular is conditioned to believe that lifestyle drinking is normal. And so I had really normalized it. I had been doing it since I was about 16, experimenting with psychedelics, alcohol, and drug abuse. So at 22, when I came to Miami, I wasn't even in shape to be doing people's hair five days a week at 9 and 10 a.m. I mean, I remember I was shaking. And so eventually I quit that career and I did really feel like a failure at that time. But the truth was I wasn't passionate about it. It was something my mom is a my mother is a hairstylist and an esthetician. My sister is an esthetician. It was something in my family. It was a skill and a trade that my mother believed I would be good at. I was good at it. And she believed that it would give me two legs to stand on. So it was her recommendation. And at that moment, I needed the guidance and I followed. And that was my first really big failure. I went on to work in casting and reality TV. I was a casting producer. And that job just kind of fizzled out because in Miami, there's just not a work, not a lot of work here for that. Um, So that was something I took pride in. It was exciting. I moved on then to my ex and I owned a photography studio and event space. We also sold a lot of weed. So I was a drug dealer and we had, we did have this amazing business that was this photography studio and event space, but our relationship was so toxic that fueled with drug abuse. He had some undiagnosed disorders. I would call bipolar and, um, mood disorders that were fueled by drugs and alcohol. And so we had this extremely toxic relationship. And so that one was a little harder for me to let go of because I was letting go of my identity as, you know, the studio owner and manager of the space and also a lot of money because we also had this other business of of dealing weed. And so there was a lot for me to let go of. And when I did in, in the beginning, I felt free and excited. But as I looked back, I would say six months to a year later, I felt like a failure, like all these careers that I'd started and stopped and never really were never really met with success and achievement. And so I carried that burden for a long time. After I left that studio, I went on to have a spiritual awakening. I think it was the beginning of my awakening. I was going to peyote and ayahuasca circles. At this time, I was bartending. I thought I would bartend for like six months, start a business, had a little jewelry business I attempted for a moment. I attempted many things during that time, but I 
wasn't really sure what my purpose was. So I was bartending five, six nights a week and going to peyote and ayahuasca circles on the weekends. And when I tell you that they are some of the most amazing medicines to heal and open your perspective and have mystical experiences and the people that you meet, I mean, it's just, it's amazing except I didn't have the awareness of what it was that I was healing. Honestly, I didn't even know what healing meant. So I was going to these circles with a lot of lack of awareness and no integration processes. Fast forward to a few years into that, I began a yoga journey. And I would say that that was really when maybe it was like a second spiritual awakening. I think that we'll have many throughout our lives. I fell in love with the transformational journey of yoga through the body, through the mind. I mean, when I started my yoga journey, I couldn't even touch my toes. Um, I had never worked out consistently in my life. I'd never been a part of sports or, or fitness activities, hobbies. I did cycle long distance, 30 to 60 miles a day. So I guess there was that. So I can't say that I had nothing, but it wasn't really for the mind. And also cycling long distance doesn't really transform your body type. So my experience in yoga was the first time I actually started to see transformation in my muscles and really in my lifestyle choices. My priority became two hours in the yoga studio a day. I no longer had the energy to drink. I no longer had the energy to go out six nights a week and party and do drugs. So I started making different lifestyle choices and I continued on and there was a lot of hiccups along the way and I regressed and I had toxic relationships and friendships and I still wasn't very mindful, but I, I realized that I could transform myself into anything I wanted to be. In fact, that transformational journey was really inspired by a woman on Instagram. So when Instagram first came out, I saw this 30-something-year-old woman. I was about 25 at the time, 26, and she had quit her corporate job and become like a yoga workshop and acrobat teacher. This woman was doing amazing tricks. She had a million followers on Instagram. She was really one of the first that wasn't a celebrity. I think her name was Laura Sakura just popped into my mind. Anyways, if you're out there listening, Laura, I would love to interview you because you really inspired me. I had this amazing, it was first external and I thought, and I was inspired and I was motivated to action, right? Like if she could do that with children and a corporate job and transform her body, then I could too. And the second thing that happened was through actual transformation of my body, my mind and my habits, like I said, began to transform and my lifestyle choices and the people I started surrounding myself with started to change. And within six months of discovering yoga, I became a yoga teacher because that's what entrepreneurs do. We discover a problem to solve and then we monetize it. <laughs> and it wasn't really the monetization for me because like, let's be real, like back then what yoga teachers were not making money. They might be now, but they were not then. It was a way for me to live and breathe the lifestyle and motivate myself so that it could be the way that I also earned money so that I could say, this is for my job. It's not only my passion, but also my purpose. And so that was my deeply grooved, anchored in pivot moment in my life where I lived totally transformed from that moment on. Around 28 is when I met my fiance, Gabe. We had a really incredibly difficult, toxic start to our relationship. There was a lot of lack of trust, a lot of 
fighting, breaking up for three years. We were on and off. And this was after the yoga. So there was still a lot of embodiment that I needed to do. And through a therapist, a conscious uncoupling therapist, actually, we actually established trust within ourselves and towards each other. And it was an amazing repair after a three-year highly toxic on and off relationship. And through that, six months later, I became pregnant with my daughter. We, He owns Broken Shaker and Bar Lab, which has many bars and restaurants under their belt. So while I was pregnant, we were living between Miami, New York, and LA, which is ripe for postpartum depression while you have a baby. Let me tell you, no support system, no close friends, a loss in career because I couldn't teach yoga. I was traveling all over. It was definitely fun. But what I discovered through that time and through my postpartum healing was that I still had some deeply seated trauma that was embedded in my mind and in my belief system and in my inner voice. And so through that, I began another healing journey, really. I became during that time a health and life coach. I ended up erring on the side of life and business mostly. So for the past several years, I would say four years, I have been working with CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, practitioners, healers to help them market and monetize their business, their social media, branding, and mentorship. And through that, I've learned that my what I've been doing this entire time during all these transformations has actually been collecting the understanding, the knowledge, the experience to work with people and understand the aspects of healing and transformation, working with all these different kinds of people. And so in the last year, two years, I've really come to a place of fullness and wholeness and a wealth of knowledge and experience that's overflowing that I can't wait to share with you through these interviews and individual podcast episodes. And there will probably be some fun, exciting episodes with pop culture, celebrity, things like that as well. Um, You never know what you're going to get with me. You're going to get cursing. You can get seriousness. You might get crying, but I'm really here for it all. I'm here to be really vulnerable, share everything with you. Nothing is off limits and rebellious reinvention is for you. This is a passion project, a passion and purpose that is spilling out of me. And I feel like I was born to do this, born to share this information. And I'm just so excited to have you here on this journey. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tag us on Instagram. 